Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. This spiritual race, this Christian race, is a long race. And some Christians who've been Christians for a long time think, well, I don't need spiritual disciplines. I've been a Christian my whole life. And they don't think running the race, uh, you know, without spiritual discipline. They, they think they can run the race without spiritual disciplines. They think, hey, I'm doing well. And you might be inclined to believe them uh, unless you talk to their spouse or their boss or their children or their parents, right? Paul is using olympic athletes to illustrate principles of spiritual laws just as an olympic athlete uh, has a discipline routine right they eat healthy food they exercise the right amount they get the right amount of sleep and uh you know that person uh is always going to do better than the person who thinks i can eat whatever i want i don't need to exercise and i don't need sleep who do you think is going to win the race the person who's disciplined. Paul's giving us that picture. Now, you say, well, Pastor Bob, what does that have to do with us? Well, it's so too in our spiritual life, right? Those of you who think that spiritual disciplines are important are going to enjoy your race so much better, right? Who do you think enjoys the race better? Someone who has disciplines or someone who has no disciplines, right? I mean, the person who has disciplines do, right? They, they enjoy it so much better. The Bible says there's this internal war that goes on in the life of every believer between the flesh and the spirit, and it constantly is battling for your life, right? Whether you walk in the spirit or walk in the flesh. And many Christians in Corinth were not disciplined spiritually, and they were walking carnally in the flesh. And they, they were not exercising spiritually, and that's why Paul's given them this illustration. Now, those people who were not disciplined in reading their Bible and praying and, and seeking the Lord and exercising spiritually are not going to have the same experience as the person who just does whatever they want. Now, you all understand that in the physical realm, but some people, it's elusive in the spiritual realm. You know, like the guy who told me, I don't need spiritual distance, Pastor Bob. My life is great. I said, well, for now, right? I mean, just wait, right? Because, and, and here's the thing. I've seen it over and over again. People who think that they can go run with an Olympic athlete and eat Twinkies beforehand. I mean, it does not work, right? It doesn't work spiritually either. So that's why Paul says in verse 27, but I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Now, I'm sure no one here today thinks I'm gonna become disqualified, right? Nobody thinks that. No one thinks that they're gonna, uh, you know, just, you know, whatever, start cheating in the race. Why? Well, uh, because we just think to ourselves, hey, we got it going on, right? Now, Paul says here that I bring my body into subjection. Now, why? Well, because your physical body wants to rule over your mind. You know, the Bible says we're, we're uh, triune being, body, soul, and spirit. And your physical body wants to control your mind, wants to tell it when you get up, Let's eat Twinkies. Let's drink Pepsi, right? And then your spirit says, no, you need to eat healthy food, <laughs> right? And, and so, uh, but when your body is controlled by your appetites, right, when your body rules your mind and controls your mind, then all you think about is your physical appetites, whatever your body wants. And, and, and that's what the world teaches to do, right? And that doesn't produce a good thing. The Bible says in Galatians 5.17, uh, the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these two are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. So the Bible says inside of every one of us, there's a spiritual battle going on, right? And the flesh and the spirit, the flesh 
wants to do carnal things, and the Spirit wants to do the right things. The Spirit wants to do spiritual disciplines, right? The Spirit wants to read your Bible and pray and go to church and be in a small group and serve the Lord. And the flesh says, no, I want to be selfish and self-centered and eat what I want and do what I want. Whenever, whatever my body feels like we want to do it, let's do it, right? And our culture is promoting that. Do whatever you feel, right? But that isn't always good for you. So when Paul says in verse 27, I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Now, why would Paul say, probably one of those spiritual people ever, say that I need to uh, have disciplines and I need to make sure that I don't become disqualified? Well, because everybody there knew that the Olympic athletes has rules, right? And, and in all sport competitions, there's rules. And if you break the rules, right, then you don't finish. And so there are many opportunities for athletes to cheat, right, and, and become disqualified. And, you know, I could give you a, a big list of illustration in our era of Olympic athletes, uh, people that had their medals taken away because they were cheating. Paul said, hey, look, I need to be concerned about my finishing the race. I need to have some disciplines. First John 2, 16 says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. So he's saying, John's saying that, uh, you know, these things uh, can cause you to get disqualified. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. And that's why it's so important that we have spiritual disciplines. That's why it's so important to go to church. Hebrews 12.1 says, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that's set before us. The Bible says that there are sins that easily ensnare us, right? Now, I don't know if you think that you easily can be ensnared, but I'm going to tell you the Bible says you can, right? That you can easily get involved in things you shouldn't be involved with. And so we have a race to run. And it involves loving people, serving people. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 12, therefore, whatever you do, uh, whatever you want men to do to you, do also th to them. So what Jesus is saying, it's not just about not doing things, but it's about doing things, taking action, right? Uh, and uh, as a Christian, uh, the life of the Christian is not just about not doing things. Uh, you can stay home and not do anything and not accomplish God's race for your life. You can just not do bad things, but that's not your race. God has great things for you to do. And it, Christian life is not just about not doing bad things. It's about doing things that God has set before you. Uh, in Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine, 39, it says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, right? And if you love people, you're going to do things to demonstrate that love. And so he says in verse 27, but I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Now, Paul was concerned about not making it to the end. How much more should I be concerned? <laughs> I've been very concerned my whole Christian journey. Paul said at the end of his life in 2 Timothy 4, 7, I have fought the good fight. I've finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now, God wants you to be able to say that. And when you think, what was it in Paul's life that enabled him to finish the race? These are key ingredients. He had the power of the Holy Spirit in his life, right? Paul recognized he needed God's help. He couldn't do it on his own. Ephesians 3.16 says that he would grant to you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. See, if you want to finish well, you need the Holy Spirit, right? You need to get up in the morning and pray and say, Lord, I need you to fill me with your spirit that I can love people the way you love me because I can't do it without you. Paul was filled with the Holy Spirit and he prayed for the Lord to fill him with the spirit. And the other thing is that Paul was encouraged by fellow believers. You know, Paul went to church all the time. He was part of a church family. The apostle Paul was not a lone ranger. Paul's Christian life involved other people. Remember when he first got saved? <clears throat> what happened? He was blind. And what did God do? Send Ananias to go talk to him. And Ananias like, I don't want to talk to him. Like, we'll go talk to him anyway, right? And so, and then he went on a missionary journey and someone went with him, right? Who was it? Barnabas, right? And, and then later on, it was Silas and Timothy and Priscilla and Aquila. And later on, it was Luke and Mark. And, and Paul's life was involved with other people, right? As a Christian, you need Christian friends. You need to be involved in church or a ministry at church or a small group at church. You need to be around people that encourage you to serve God because if you want to finish well, 
It's difficult. It's not easy to finish well, uh, you know, because it's just difficult because of the flesh. There's this battle, right? When you're around people who have the same goal, we want to finish well. It really is helpful, right? It's been very helpful in my life, and I think it's probably one of the main reasons I'm still here. You know, God loves you, and, and just like the Apostle Paul recognized that God loved him, and he had a plan for his life, God loves you, and he has a plan for your life. He wants you to finish well, and you say, well, what was it that motivated Paul? How did he get beat up and keep serving Jesus? Well, he understood a truth that's so important. In 2 Corinthians 5, 14, Paul said, for the love of Christ compels us. In other words, what Paul was saying is not Paul's love for God, but God's love for Paul, right? He's saying God's love towards me that Jesus loves me so much that he died on the cross to forgive me of my sins, even the terrible things that I knew were wrong and did it anyway, yet he forgives me. When you can comprehend how much God loves you, he said that motivated him to say, man, I want to tell other people. I want to run my race. And, and he wanted to finish well. And see, here's the thing. God wants you to finish well, and he loves you. And, and so at the end of Paul's life, he said in 2 Timothy 4, 7, I have fought the good fight, I've finished the race, I've kept the faith. Now, God wants everyone in this room to say that when you get to the end. I want to say that when I get to the end. So I'm going to ask you to pray for me. Pray, Lord, help Pastor Bob to finish, right? Because he wants to, right? A bunch of his friends haven't. <laughs> and, and you think, well, what about you? How are you going to finish the race? Well, it starts with you. Right? It starts with you saying, Lord, I agree with your word. I can't finish without you. Jesus said, without me, you could do nothing, right? You can't finish the race without him. So you have to decide, am I going to have spiritual disciplines? Am I going to read my Bible? Am I going to pray? Am I going to go to church? Am I going to serve at church? Am I going to get involved in small groups? And am I going to be involved in the work that God created me to do? Or am I going to binge watch Netflix for the rest of my life? <laughs> right? I mean, you have a choice, whatever you want to do. But, but really, it comes to you. God isn't going to make you do anything. If you don't want to finish the race, you don't have to. I remember in high school running a mile and a half, you know, in junior high in California, and I remember getting this side ache, and it was just painful. It's because I hated to run. I never ran. I was like, why would anybody run? Anyway, I mean, I was running, and, and you know, I'm like in third place. It was a big school, a lot of kids, and, and uh, I remember thinking, I just want to go fall on the grass there in the middle of the track and lay down because it's painful. But then I thought, then they'll all think I'm a wuss, and so I'm going to keep going, right? And I got to the end, I'm like, oh, and fall down. But here's the thing. I would do that just for some peer pressure of junior high kids. How much more should I, as a Christian, want to finish the race because Jesus died for me? He loves me. He wants to help me. He wants to give me all that I need to finish well. All that's required is for me to say, Lord, help me. <laughs> God, help me to finish well. Lord, help me to recognize there's a battle going on inside my flesh, and I need your spirit. I need spiritual disciplines. And you know, when I first got saved, I, I prayed and said, God, I don't want to read the Bible, and I don't want to go to these small groups, and I don't want to serve. You know, they would ask me, hey, you want to lead worship at this small group? You want to teach this small group? I said, no, I don't want to teach this small group. They asked me multiple times. Then the pastor came to me and said, well, can you just fill in until we get somebody else? I'm like, all right, I will fill in, but I'm not making a commitment, right? And so, and then a couple years later, someone asked, I asked the pastor, hey, when, when is my filling in over? When are you getting a new guy? And then the next year, I met my wife at that Bible study. I'm like, hey, well, this filling in was good. But here's the thing. God wants you to finish well, but it's up to you. If you want to start to spiritual disciplines, I had a guy last night at church say, Pastor Bob, you know, a couple months ago, you challenged us to start reading the Bible and praying and having spiritual disciplines for 21 days. He said, today's 21 days, and man, it's awesome. I love it. And I said, it's going to change your life. And you know what he said? It already has, right? So God loves you, and he wants you to finish well, but it's up to you. Do you want to finish well? And you need to recognize that it ain't going to happen by just accident, right? It takes a deliberate, hey, I want to finish well, like Paul said, and to be able to say, I don't want to get DQ'd, right? I don't want to get disqualified, and so you need to pray and say, Lord, fill me, help me. Lord, help me to have spiritual disciplines, and even if you're not having them, and, and you feel like it's impossible, you just pray, Lord, help me. He'll help you, right? He loves you. He knows you. He knows everything about you, and he wants you to be successful. He wants you to finish well.
Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today. And we're so thankful, God, that you love us and you want us to finish well. You want us to accomplish those plans and purposes that you foreordained that we should walk in. And so we pray today, Lord, that you would pour out your spirit on every person here, that you would stir our hearts with a new passion. Lord, that we would want to have spiritual disciplines, that we would want to do well. Lord, that we recognize that we are going to have eternal rewards in heaven that last forever. And so we thank you for your word today. Pray, Lord, that you would accomplish your will in each one of our lives. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day you